everybody good morning to some good afternoon to everybody that lives up there in the nyc with our guest today miss jessica brohard we just want to welcome you and i'm so happy i'm not going to do a whole lot of housekeeping because i have one of the members of the justice league on the line with me today there's an extra hero guys that many comic books don't talk about many marvel movies have not included but she is a modern day superheroine and she goes by the initials of jb her friends call her j bro hard her really close friend call her jess and i am so excited that she thought enough of us to pause for the calls for a little while and spend some minutes with us jessica how you doing this morning girl I am great, Walter. Thank you so much for inviting me on your podcast. This is so exciting. Woohoo! Girl, you talk about excited. I saw you, and I don't know what made me click on your um, your live stream on Periscope, but I think it was because you had on a Spider-Man outfit, and that's my favorite yes. character. And uh, you were talking about the new Spider-Man homecoming movie and you caught me you had me at hello and so so how did you how did you enjoy spider-man because it was a little bit different from the previous versions of spider-man how did you like this spider-man yes i loved it it was very different um and i find it interesting that marvel did you know they've done three iterations now spider-man because they had the original the three movies that were just called spider-man spider-man 2 spider-man 3 with toby mcguire um and then they rebooted it um so they had um Andrew Garfield playing Spider-Man, and they called it The Amazing Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and then once again they rebooted with Spider-Man Homecoming, and I think this time they finally found the Spider-Man kind of iteration that they were looking for, as you can tell, because this current Spider-Man, Tom Holland, first appeared in um, Captain America's Civil War. That's Um, right. I think he's, he's, yeah, so I think he's uh, around for a while, Um, and I really loved Spider-Man Homecoming. I loved everything about the movie. Um, I heard some early, um, some initial, I guess people had had, uh, worries that it was going to be basically Iron Man 4 because the trailer for Spider-Man Homecoming showed so much of Iron Man. That's right. He basically shared screen time in the trailers with Spider-Man. So it really looked, but it turns out if you actually watched the movie, um, which I'm, I'm sure you've seen it by now. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. it. So I, I, you know, I enjoyed the uh, one of my favorite parts, and, and I don't think we'll spoil anything for those that may yeah. not have seen it. I, I really love the part where uh, Iron Man said, "If you're nothing without the suit, then you don't need yes. it." I think that was so nice. I love that. Yes. And and uh, Spider Man really had to. Uh, grow up a little bit even though he's a teenager he has to grow up because uh, one of the lines in a previous Spider-Man the uncle said with much power comes much responsibility you know what I'm saying and uh, it's just awesome it's just awesome so just if you don't mind take a few minutes and introduce yourself to everybody because you are such a 
phenomenal young lady. Um, I googled your name and it was like a thousand pictures popped up. You are a very beautiful young lady. You could be a model if you wanted to be. You could be a model. Uh, but you are all things gaming. You're all things Marvel. Um, you're Microsoft. You're doing so many good things. So introduce yourself to everybody that may not, and, and I know this is going to be hard, that may not know who you are. Who is Jess Brohard? Well, um, I guess first and foremost, I am a gamer. I grew up playing video games, and I turned that into a career um, because currently I work as an on-camera host, primarily for the video game industry, so that means that I host both videos and live events, um, and the way I describe it to people, because it's kind of, it's a lot to take in, and it's a little bit difficult to describe, especially just because this is a profession that, you know, did not exist 10 years ago. If I, I were born 10 years earlier, I wouldn't have been able to pursue it this way, um, but because video games are so huge, there are now all these huge tournaments with, like, very large prize pools, you know, everybody knows by now there are professional gamers, there are people who, you know, compete That's right. um, for a living playing video games. That's right. I work with those people, and I usually appear at those tournaments, and I'm often the event host, so I'll be the person kind of welcoming people to the broadcast and to the event. Um, I do maybe some social media shout-outs. Um, most, I guess primarily, I do interviews with the winning teams or the winning players. So I guess the best way I always describe it to people who have a hard time grasping it is think of me kind of like a sideline reporter, but for video game events instead of for sporting events. That is so totally awesome. So, okay, so how how soon did you know that this was something you wanted to do, and and how did you manifest it? How did this opportunity, i.e., being a hostess for video game events, how did that come about? Well, it's uh, I love getting asked this question because I get asked this question so much um, because I have a very non-traditional line of work. So I would say I, I grew up, like I said, I grew up playing video games. And I knew when I was, I think when I was eight years old, you know, I was like playing a ton of video games. And I just knew I wanted to do something like that for a living, but I didn't know like exactly what. So people were like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I was like, I don't know, be a doctor or a gamer. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I was in high school, I started watching, um, I think it was either high school or college. I started watching the IGN Daily Fix um, with Jessica Chobot, who is a fantastic, phenomenal host, and she was the one person I remember identifying pretty early on as, like, oh, she has the coolest job. That's what I wanted to do the job. And um, with no clue how to do that, I went to college. I um, majored in computer science, thinking, okay, well, if the on-camera host or video game thing doesn't work out, maybe I can be, like, a game developer or something. I don't know. Right. Or, you know, at the very least have, like, a, a solid career that I can fall back on and just, you know, afford my expensive gaming habit. Right. So, um, as soon as I graduated from college, I started a YouTube channel. I bought some basic video equipment, lighting, green screen, things like that. And then three times a week, um, I would write, host, and produce a sort of gaming news talk show or gaming news segment um, out of my bedroom with, like, very low production quality. But it was something. And I threw that up wow. on YouTube. Never thinking, you know, I knew I wasn't going to, like, get YouTube famous and, you know, just kind of be a YouTuber or anything, but my goal was to get noticed by a company that would want to hire me, and that's, long story short, that's basically what happened, so I started working, um, you know, so just about one year after graduating college, I had achieved my, like, dream, you know, and was employed in the video game industry full-time, and then since then, I've just been kind of, you know, moving on up, um, hosting for various companies. That's I moved, awesome. Like, all over the United States for work. Um, 
And then I went freelance, um, and now I am freelancing for uh, Microsoft and for Marvel, are my two main clients that I host for. Oh, that is so incredibly awesome. <laughs> I love that. And, and and you started and and I love that I love your story uh, so so last week you were at comic con how was comic yes. con Jess oh it was amazing it was insane so I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky to say this was the fourth time I've gone to comic con um, and it was my first time though doing something as large as you know on as large a scale as hosting for Marvel and it was absolutely an amazing experience and it was kind of surreal at times because from the moment we landed in San Diego, you know, of course the city is just absolutely mobbed with, with these comic book fans. And it seemed like at least, it seemed like almost half the people we saw attending the event were wearing Marvel t-shirts or had like Iron Man, Spider-Man, Black Widow, like some kind of Marvel apparel on. And it was just so cool, like seeing all that and being like, oh my God, that's, that's the company that I work for. I'm here to host for them. And I just like almost wanted to shake everyone's hand like everybody I saw wearing a Marvel character, I almost just wanted to shake their hand and be like, "Thank you for being a fan of our company." <laughs> oh, that's awesome! That is awesome, girl. So, okay, okay, okay. So, so what was your now? I, I know you had to work, quote unquote. But as a <laughs> fan, as a fan, what was the highlight for you last week? Um, the highlight for me would have been um, seeing Chris Hemsworth and Mark Ruffalo who, of course, uh, play Thor and the Hulk in um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they were there, they were at our booth, at the Marvel booth, to promote the upcoming movie Thor Ragnarok, which is the, you know, it's, I think it's coming out in 2018, I don't remember exactly when. That's right, that's but, right. Um, yeah, so it's, of course, the, the next in the Marvel Cinematic Universe series of movies and TV shows, um, and they were doing um, some interviews, they did some fan signings, so, you know, the the booth was absolutely mobbed with fans oh, wow. were trying to get their autograph and I um, I was like standing right there as they finished the signing and as they both walked off so um, one of the producers at Marvel got a picture of me basically like creeping on them and like, <laughs> it was really really funny in the one with Chris Hemsworth he like he turned to the side he totally you can see him looking at me like he totally knew he totally caught me like creeping on him and taking a picture with him in the background but that's okay I got I got an awesome photo <laughs> That is so awesome. So, so you would you just like went super fan mode at that moment, right? Pretty much. Like I was like, I don't think I'm gonna get a chance to actually like talk to them, get their autograph, um, you know, get an actual picture with them. So I was like, you know, here's the plan. Just as they're walking by, I'll get a picture with them in the background, and it'll just make my day. And you know, probably won't bother them. They probably won't even notice. But I guess Chris Hemsworth noticed. So. Hopefully that didn't bother him too much. That is so. That is just so awesome. So let let me ask you this. Let's let's talk about this a little bit. So so what's next on your list of to dos? What's next level for you? Because uh, you have these two great clients now, Marvel and Microsoft. Uh, you've hosted Comic Con for a few years. Uh, you've been noticed. Uh, you're gaining a lot of momentum. In, in live stream social media space so so as you check things off of your to-do list your life to-do list what's next for Jess Brohard? That's always a hard question to answer because um, and my entire career has been this way every single time I make a plan something else comes along that just destroys my plan but in a good way in a good so, way in a good way yeah um, so and, and things move so fast in my line of work um, so when I got the offer from Microsoft to do some hosting for them, it meant um, relocating here to New York City, which I, you know, happily did. But it was also very unexpected. Um, like at that point, I remember when I when I got the offer, 
I was in a place in my life where I was like kind of sitting down trying to like evaluate my life and thinking like I don't know what's next. I guess I would say I was I was a little bit kind of lost and not necessarily directionless, but I was just didn't really know for sure what my next step was. And so I'm kind of laying out like the roadmap of my life and thinking, all right, well, you know, what's next? What should I do? What should the plan be? And then all of a sudden this comes along and from the, you know, time I had the first, I, okay, so I first had like my agent called me up about this job in, I think, August. Um, and then it, like a month or two passed by and then all of a sudden everything moved so quickly. I was flown out to Los Angeles for an audition and then they flew me out to Redmond, Washington for an audition. And then like two weeks later, they were, or no, less than a week later, they were like, um, can you be in New York in two weeks? So I had to like hurriedly like pack all my stuff up, tell everyone I was moving, awesome. move to New York City. Um, and then after that, Marvel kind of came along. Like I was here in New York. I wasn't really um, looking for, I wasn't like pursuing additional hosting opportunities. But then right. of course, and then Marvel kind of came across my lap. So of course I'm not going to turn it down. Right. So I guess long story short there is I didn't plan for either of these, you know, fantastic jobs to happen. Um, so I have no idea what's next. Like, if it were up to me, I would say I would love to keep on hosting for Microsoft and Marvel for a couple more years, hope to kind of expand my personal brand to the point where I would be able to um, comfortably just, you know, maybe move back to Ohio and freelance and That's stream awesome. and Periscope. But you just never know. That is so, you know, so, so would you say... Uh, and we're going to ask you, you know, what keeps you motivated. So one of the things which you comfortably say that you just have to stay flexible as you live in your life on purpose, yes. you have to stay flexible. Kind of talk about that a little bit, because you yes. seem you seem like a person that kind of goes with the flow. And again, we put that yes. in quotes. But would you say that you need to be flexible as you live your life? Definitely, definitely. And I think it especially applies in my line of work, but I think it's good advice for anybody, regardless of, you know, your path or your career or anything like that. Flexibility is definitely important because you just never know what life is going to hand you, whether it's good or bad. And you kind of have to be open to those experiences and you have to, to a certain extent, you have to be willing to kind of adapt around them because, um, you know, you can't control what happens to you. Certain, like, a large portion of your life is completely within your control, but then there's also a portion that is completely out of your control that you, you know, you have no idea, you can't control it. So you kind of just have to take what comes and it doesn't really matter what happens to you in life. It matters how you react to it and how you respond and what your attitude is toward the things that happen. Because things are going to happen no matter what. It's your attitude that really determines, you know, how your attitude and your outlook that really determines how you're going to react to it. Oh, that is so awesome. Guys, we're talking to Jess Brohard. Uh, she is just totally awesome. You know, God uh, texted me the other day and asked me, did I know where an angel was? And I said, I have one. She lives in NYC and her name is Jess Brohard. <laughs> you don't hear me. <laughs> hey, and we I just again, Jess, I, I really don't want you to miss this. I really uh, uh, my followers, your followers, uh, we all appreciate you. Uh, taking a few moments with us and just sharing uh, your day with us. And I just I just am so excited uh, to have you today and, and just thank you. OK, yeah, of course, you're very welcome. Like I said, it's you know, it, it, it was so great to me that, you know, I was just periscoping and, and this is happened to me before and I'm sure it'll happen again. And I love when these things happen. You make these 
connections that you're not expecting, um, just all through social media, like we were talking about a few minutes before going live on air, um, social media is just magical almost in that it creates these connections that you would not expect. You meet people that you would, you know, not necessarily bump into Amen. on the street, and you, you make these connections that, you know, will turn into collaborations, and you never know. So it's, it's been a pleasure being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're more than welcome. And, and another thing, and I'm going to say this, and I, I want to ask you uh, just a couple more questions. But I want to uh, really, again, give you another compliment. I'm just like this with everybody. I, I just don't I just don't do this uh, uh, for just for the sake of doing it. I'm very complimentary. I'm I'm a very positive person. So I'm always complimenting people. And another thing I like to say about you is that you are very humble. You, you don't have this uh, celebrity attitude, which is which is fine. But you are very you're like the girl next door. You know, you just just the way we see you on Periscope. That's how you are for real. You know what I'm saying? And I just thank you for being humble and thank you for being approachable, you know? Yeah, well, thank you. That's um, that's a nice compliment because, um, you know, I think ego is one of those things that people develop without even realizing. Um, and it's, it's always a delicate balance between, you know, like I always my, I guess, personal philosophy and what I, my the advice I give to everybody is just know yourself. And what I mean by that is um, know your value, but also don't kind of artificially inflate that. And it's all because it's always delicate balance. You know, you don't want to like oversell yourself and then have someone be disappointed. And I hate it when people have, you know, like a deep attitude or they, they feel that they deserve things that they didn't necessarily earn. Right. But on the other hand, I have also seen people like not necessarily knowing their value, what they bring to the table, and, you know, kind of going the opposite direction and being almost too humble or, like, not really, you know, selling so short, basically. So I always I always just like to, you know, and, and this is something I kind of subconsciously do this constantly is just kind of evaluate, like, all right, where am I at in life? That's um, good. You know, and just, like, basically know your value. Don't oversell yourself. Don't undersell yourself. That is so, so good. So that being said, that's a great segue. So how... What do you do to keep just on point and on par? What what are some of your keys to staying in that spot? You know, because like you said, I love the way you said that it is a delicate balance between being arrogant and confident. It's a delicate balance, you know. And so how does just keep herself grounded? I guess I would say that kind of comes from from within. Like there are all these, you know external sources of validation that people seek on a daily basis and I don't ever want how I see myself as a person and how I view my worth I don't ever want that to be tied purely to you know social media numbers or anything like that and to some extent that is kind of you know and with, with my line of work that's that's something that for instance if I'm trying to seek like a sponsorship for my twitch stream then yeah numbers are going to come into play and I am going to have to kind of show them like okay here's my you know twitter followers here are my twitch followers here's my average daily viewership and that's going to obviously factor into you know what sort of sponsorship deal i'm going to get right but just on a on a daily basis right. we're not talking about like numbers and money and stuff i just try not to let the numbers distract me because it's so easy to do it both ways either compare yourself to people who are way more successful than you are and way more i don't know famous and known than you are and kind of get really down on yourself and go oh i'm not doing very well but it's right. just as easy to you know look at people who, who have fewer followers than you and go oh wow i'm way more important than them they're not worth my time they're not anything but you know if you have to remember like you were there once everybody started from somewhere 
Um, and so, you know, I guess don't don't beat yourself up, but also don't think just because you have more Twitter followers than someone that means you're better or anything like that. Um, so I just kind of try to kind of, I just look at myself as a person, you know, I try not to compare myself to other people, I guess, is what I would say. That, girl, that is just so totally awesome. Again, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Kind of, kind of give your information out, your contact information, your live stream schedule. How can people follow you and find you? Sure. I guess the best way would be um, Twitter um, is the best way to find me. My my, my Twitter profile is uh, the same as my name, Jess Brohard. So twitter.com slash Jess Brohard or at Jess Brohard, however you want to say that. Um, and that's the best way, I guess, to get in contact with me because that's when, because I tweet whenever I'm hosting an event, um, uh, whenever a video I've hosted has gone live, whenever I am live on Periscope, whenever I'm live on Twitch. Um, my Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash Jess. If you guys want to follow me there and watch me play some terrible Overwatch, I'm not very good at it, but I have a ton of fun playing it. Um, and yeah, but I guess Twitter would definitely be the best way because that's when I tweet about like anything that I'm doing. Oh, that is so totally awesome. Listen, again, my friend, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> yes, thank, thank you, you, thank you. Thank you for being here. And you are just a rock star, okay? Oh, thank you so much. All right, guys, that was Jess Brohard. That is my new friend. Uh, she is like awesome. Totally, 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 totally awesome. That was a great, great interview. And I love what she said. It's a thin line between arrogance and confidence. It's a real, real, real thin line. That was a wonderful interview. That was Jess Brohard at Jess Brohard on Twitter. We met on social media. I watched her live stream one evening, and she was talking about Spider-Man. And uh, it was very good. And I said, oh, I want you to be on my my radio show. She's like, sure. And uh, I love social media, guys. Listen, guys. Listen, y'all hold tight, and we're going to be right back. We're going to get, we got some celebrity news. I mean, it's a great follow uh, behind Jess's interview. We got Casey Bizboss is going to come on with celebrity news, and uh, we're going to play a quick, uh, we're going to play my intro. We're going to have a quick song, and then we're going to be back with Miss Casey Bizboss. So y'all hold tight. Listen, want to give a shout out to Juan Martinez, DJ Wifey, Miss Vanessa, Casey Bisball, Miss Brenda and Felicia. We got a recorded, a pre-recorded uh, interview with them last night uh, with Community News. And we'll be playing that in just a little bit. Listen, guys, we need your support. We need your support. We need sponsors. We need advertisers. We need hosts on our radio network. If you would like to be a part of what we're doing, the Dr. Walter Sims Network, uh, you want to be a part of WJPMG Radio. Uh, you want to be a part of everything that we're doing. We're touching lives. This is another avenue that we use to touch lives, touch lives on a daily basis. And we would love for you to be a part of what we're doing. Stay close to us. Lend your support. Shoot me an email, the Dr. Walter Sims Show at gmail.com. If you are receiving this message, if you are listening, Please, we need your support. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not too proud to beg. And I'm not begging. And I'm just asking. Because you see, you have seen what we've been doing. If you've been following me any length of time, you see what we're doing. You see the effect we're having in the community. You see the effect we're having on people's lives on a daily basis. And we would love for you to be a part of this. You may be in a position where you can't get out. You cannot do. But if you support us... It's just like you're doing it. Amen. 
And uh, I, I'm, we're just thanking you ahead of time for what you're doing for us. And again, just thank you uh, for listening today. Thank you for being a part of what we're doing. And listen, if you don't hear me say this enough, I'm going to say it one more time. Thank you. Um, I live in the South. So uh, growing up, my mom and dad had taught us uh, when people do nice things for you, say thank you. It does not cost you anything to just say thank you. You know what I'm saying? So listen, guys, y'all hold tight and we'll be right back.